welcome back to the pod. I'm Sadie. And I'm Mar. And this is the podcast we're reading the books so you don't have to. Come but on. today, <laughs> we're not reading a book because we're not doing that today. We, we are liars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are doing another episode of our mini series called Everything But the Book. Everything But the Book. And this week, we are talking about The Breakaway by Jennifer Weiner. She did something, okay? She released a book. Come on. And she released a book August 29th. So literally like- 2023. A week ago. Two weeks ago. That blows my mind. And it's already like this, like, Mm -hmm. we're with the times. Mm -hmm. It's because she is very, um, she wrote a bunch of other books that did really well. So I think once you kind of do that as an author, the next release is like looked forward to. People are ready for Mm -hmm. it. Exactly. But the difference is that this book is kind of like- New York vibes. It's kind of in the East Coast. And most of all of her books are written for beach reads. Like they're all set oh, wow. at a beach somewhere. And so this is a very different kind of book. So She was going through it. She was going through it. Actually, she was saying that this was inspired from some of her COVID times. Yes. Because she got into cycling in COVID. Well, she used to ride actually a lot when she was younger. All her the time. Her bicycle. She used to ride her bicycle. I like as a child. Ride. Okay, yes. As her bicycle as a child. She goes, I was a cyclist. We're like, you were literally three you and you three. were riding a bike. But she used to ride. And then she said she had kids. And then like, you know, the, the usual, like the bikes are collecting dust. So that's so crazy that like during COVID, she's like, I'm bringing this bike back out. I'm going to join like a little riding thing. She said it was somewhere in Philadelphia. Aw. Where they're like, we ride every single day. That's so, my brother, he got into cycling in COVID as well. He, um was at Stanford at the time and he literally got into cycling and then just became the best cycler That's ever. Crazy. Like he literally joined their team. He would cycle, he would go for like hundred mile rides, wow. like not even exaggerating. Like when you mean cycling, you mean the bikes that don't move, right? The ones who you strap your, yeah. you hook your feet into. Yeah. yeah. And then you wear the little leotards, the you uni- wonder- unitards. <laughs> do you ever wonder how someone who's really good at cycling would do if they got on the bike and went outside? No, 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 no. That's what he's doing, Mar. No, cycling is like no. When where you strap, you strap your feet in, you hook your feet into yeah. the cycle. You can do indoor cycling, but this is just Ow, cycling. Because <laughs> you were saying like COVID. Sorry, so I was like, no, oh, they're so, indoor because, cycling. No, because that was like one of the only safe things I feel like quote unquote safe things people could do in COVID was like yes. run outside or Everybody, cycle. See, okay, see, I and was then if confused you, <laughs> a little bit, but here we are. If you see someone on the other side of the street, you just go to the other side of the street. Yeah, that's I, like what it was. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But no, he, yeah, he loves it. It's well, really that's good. Really cool. It. Yeah, so that's what this reminded me of. So, Mar, tell us a little bit more about. Abby and what what this book is about besides uh, cycling. Yes. So I'm going to read the description for you guys because I think that's really important so you guys can see what is going on. Okay. It says Wiener's Charming no, Latest. No. <laughs> no. This is not fair to Miss Weiner who did a really good thing and wrote a book. I'm sorry, Miss Weiner. Treat her right. All right. <laughs> Weiner's Charming. <laughs> Latest follows a cyclist as she contemplates her life during an upstate New York bike tour. Abby Stern, 33, began cycling years ago to fight negative feelings about her weight, which had been exasperated by her mother. Exasperated by her mother. (laughs) Eileen. Why am I thinking of Ari Butter right now? Exasperated. Exasperated. (laughs) It had been exasperated by her mother, Eileen, who made Abby attend a fat camp when she was a teen. Now she bikes to forget her ambi. She forgets. Okay. Now though, she <laughs> bikes to forget about her boyfriend Mark. Ooh. 
Eileen joins Abby on the trip as the Sebastian, a man she once hooked up with. <gasps> Along the way, Abby deals with Eileen's judgment and is still drawn to the charismatic Sebastian, though he has recently outed, he was recently outed on a TikTok for being a player. Oh. Still, Wait, he TikTok? Seems TikTok. Oh, it's very current. It's, it's current, okay. y'all. But still, he seems to genuinely like Abby and the feelings are mutual. Abby and Sebastian's lively banter reels the reader in as do the fine-grained details of the trail. Abby's development feels genuine as she learns to define herself on her own terms. This breezy outing goes down easy. Ooh. Okay, anyways, I don't know if you got anything from that, but basically... I feel like this is very much an interesting situation of like, she literally is going on a trip yes. with an ex, yep. kind of, but she has currently a boyfriend? Yes. Oh. So, plot, she didn't know he was going to be there. Okay. So, here we have Abby Stern, okay? She's this woman who finds empowerment through a group bike ride from New York City all the way to Niagara Falls. She's pretty, honestly, BA. Like, that's very, yes. very cool. And it's a two-week trip. Oh. Two weeks. Wait, do they? Do we know if they, like, get to stay in hotels or do they have to, like, be outdoor, like, I staying in I do believe tents? that they stay in... Indoors? Indoors? Indoors. I believe they say indoors. But I mean, I don't know. I haven't read the book. But but you would think that we have because basically, so we got. I know. Here we are. We got Abby Stern. She's a plus size woman. And she's struggling to find what she wants to do in her career. And she's got this weird relationship with her mother, Eileen. Okay. And so Eileen seems to be a little bit stuck up. Not stuck up, but okay. she's got this. She's puts a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on Abby to look a very a certain way. Okay. So from her mom, she's still, even as like a 33-year-old woman, her mom's still putting pressure on her. Yeah. So she still feels like some kind of... Distance or yeah, like they, yeah, they, they, their relationship okay. seems to be uh, not ruined. Okay, but they they don't get along They're very not good. well. Okay, yeah, because it, it, we find out that her mom had put her in a fat camp when she was young. That's that's so crazy. Yeah, and I've heard bad things about fat camps. Oh well, I mean, I can't even imagine that. The like, if you grow up, like it's one thing when you're probably younger, depending on how old you are. And, you go to camp, right? Yeah. And your parents just tell you, you're going to camp. And you go there and you're like, great, amazing. You go to the <laughs> camp. You do the squats. You yes. do the running around. They and said, then no, also, you. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally, you're like, whoa, it's an amazing camp experience. And then you get older and you realize what that actually was. But you know what? Oh. Hear me out. Okay. They should offer these for adults. <laughs> Where it's like you get to pick to go. You admit yourself. Here's the thing, Mar. I think that's like I'd those go. shows. Okay. <laughs> I'd go. I'd be like, Pyre, get two weeks of my time. I'm sure that they have like, aren't they called boot camps? Isn't oh, that wow. just what that is? I boot don't. camp. Oh, you got to be in the military though. Well, it could be a that. boot camp for. Fat people. Okay. Well. Fat meaning P-H-A-T. Okay. <laughs> Pretty. That was actually something that <laughs> stop. Hot all that the time. That was actually something I was thinking about. Is what's so interesting is Abby says that she talks about being. She would say a fat woman, like yeah. she writes that way and she says that about herself. And I thought that was really interesting. Of like, there's a lot of I don't know tiptoeing around saying those things, yeah. like because you don't want to offend, you don't want to hurt, and if you like, you don't want to speak unkindly. Yeah, for but sure. she literally says that. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. So I'm like, even the idea of. She talks a lot about in her interviews too. It seems like of this is coming from a place of a lot of things she personally has dealt with, and she yeah, personally the author has felt. Jennifer, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy, yeah. yeah. So I think this is like a really interesting. It sounds like a really interesting read. Yeah, but the thing that I don't understand is 
is she she's not thinking about breaking up with Mark. No, so on the trip. No, she so she she finds herself at this bachelorette party. Okay, okay, and she meets a man named Sebastian. Okay, and they have this one night stand, and it's great. And but she this wakes is up all way before. This is way before okay. she ever meets Mark. This is two years before she meets Mark. Okay, well, she already met Mark. Oh, let me explain. <laughs> Basically, she she meets Sebastian. They have a great night together, and then she wakes up. She decides to leave because she doesn't want him to see her in daylight. Because you know mm-hmm. the clubs, they be, mm-hmm. the, the music be going, the lights be they, they be deceiving. And, and you can't not, see things. Not, you can't see nothing. It's literally the notorious thing of like you think you're with an eight, you find out you're with a three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's go on. You're but like, not oh, that Abby was a three. She no. just thought she was a three, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. So yes. she leaves. She never sees Sebastian again for two whole years. So we find out. Two years later, she's dating this man named Mark, who is her childhood best friend. Oh, that's sweet. It's sweet, yeah. She thought that she found the one. They were in. They were into it. They're loving. It. And then Mark decides he's like, okay, well, then we need to take, make this serious. And she goes, mm, I might need some time. So she panics. She panics. So she panic rode all the way to Niagara Falls. She panic rode all the way to Niagara Falls, thinking. But did she? She wrote other things as well. Oh no, because you she, did it. <laughs> she did. You mean? Because that's did she hook up with Sebastian? Yes. On the, oh. Let's talk about so it. So she was she cheated. Basically, that's really yeah, she sucky. did. But she does admit it. So she she, uh, she, she tells Mark. She, well, basically, they're on this road, right? She's with her mother. Unfortunate. She did not know Sebastian was going to be there. He just popped up. Interesting. See, I want to know how he how he made his way on this. Yeah. Interesting. Like, was okay. he stalking her? Yeah. What happened? How did he actually just pop up on her two week road trip yeah. bike ride? But she gets there, and okay. he's there, and her mother's there. Oh, gosh. And so it's just like, I don't even know what I would do in that position. I have no clue. Because it's like one thing that you're, you literally are riding away from your problems. <laughs> <laughs> your problems are behind you. You're leaving them for two weeks. You're like, like, I'll go ride yes. away. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to put that on the shelf. I'm going to go on a ride, and I'll be back. <laughs> and then she runs into another problem. Mm-hmm. So AKA she Sebastian. To ride that one oh out. No. <laughs> no. She did. She I didn't write this book, y'all. Talk to Miss Wiener. <laughs> She's all about the wieners. She's about the wieners and no. writing and everything. No. No. Everything. Here's the thing. You know what, Mar? I really don't think that that's what she would say. I don't think Miss Weiner. See, you got in my head. Miss Weiner. <laughs> this Her poor woman. Wiener. No, this poor woman. I am so sorry to all of you listening because you did not expect to hear Wiener this many times. It's like, but you act like it's my fault. If that's her name, that's her name. You know what? I'm going to put a little thing at the start. <laughs> start this. Being like, um, if your child doesn't know what a wiener is yet, yes, don't listen. you're about to find you're out. You're about to find out. Um, no, I it's think that, okay. Roof. <laughs> Guys, we're unhinged today. I'm, I'm sorry. so Sorry. No, I really do. That makes me interested in this book because it's like you literally think that she's leaving her problems. She bumps into another one and then her mom shows up who she doesn't have a great relationship with. That makes me very curious. So, yeah. Okay. It's crazy. But there's a plot twist that happens. So, Abby's like nervous because she doesn't know if Sebastian, like she doesn't know what Abby feels about that. She hasn't seen him in two whole years. Okay. We find out that Sebastian still really likes Abby. He sees her broad daylight. He says, I don't care. I like you. Hmm. But then he gets a little TikTok famous, but not for the good reason. Oh. A woman decides to make this video about how she found out that her and all her friends had all been with Sebastian and they didn't know it. And so then now that it's going viral and all the comments are being like, oh my gosh, I've been with Sebastian, which who knows? They could have been lying. But it's going famous. And he doesn't want Abby to find out because he doesn't want her to look at him in this bad light that he's been around. And he also doesn't want her to think 
that like he doesn't like her that way because all these were others were like one night stands, but he actually really likes Abby. So he was maybe previously like a player. Yes. And, and now he maybe he met Abby and feels different, but yes. all these women are telling the truth about yeah. him, but he doesn't want, oh, But Abby does, obviously it's getting famous. Do you know what that is reminding me of though? <gasps> what? Do you remember, did you watch The Bachelor at all or do you? you I, never, I know what it is. Okay. I've seen a few episodes. So, okay. So there's literally this, the one guy that won the season, he was The Bachelor and he got engaged. There was this whole TikTok viral video about a girl in a club when this guy was supposed to be engaged. Oh. She, he, she was in a club and she said that he was in a club, literally made out with her and like went wait, home. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Isn't that It's from not, I'm totally, I'm going to make. Married at first sight? No. I mean, I'm sure that, that happened there happened. too. Here's the thing though. What, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, any guy that looks sort of like the bachelor, right? Yeah. The current bachelor. If you're in a club and it's dark, you're just like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am the bachelor. Go home with me. Literally, that I'm like, crazy. how easy would that be? But apparently, it was not him because yeah. he had to go on and like show his location. Be like, I wasn't even in the state when what that happened. The heck? Because people were literally being like, "You're unfaithful." Like they were literally because he was supposed to be engaged at the time. Yeah, and this was like two years ago. I can't honestly, I cannot remember his name because the episode was or the season was so boring. This is like New Girl when Schmidt tries to be Tug Rodney Rodney. Tug Romney. Yeah, yeah. he's like I'm Tug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. Like, but that sounds like very current. It, so. Yeah, it is current. Interesting. And so Abby finds out though, and she does not like it because she's like, mm, yeah, yeah. you're trying to get with me, but then you've been mm. with all these other women, and I'm like, but Abby with Mark, so why do you care? Right. Oof. I'm very curious how this ends up. It's a so basically, but you know what's crazy about this mm. is basically we also find out that there's a whole other storyline that's going on in this book at the same exact time. Oh. There's a girl named Morgan. Okay. Who finds herself on this bike trip okay. because she's pregnant. <gasps> and she's a teenager. Oh. And she wants to get an abortion. Oh no, really? But yes. But she's from the she's from the state of Ohio. Okay. And it's not legal there without your parents' consent. So she with her mom, by the way, is also on this bike trip. She decides, I'm going to go on this bike trip. I'm gonna leave for a little bit when we get to a state where it's legal that I can do it by myself. And then I'm just gonna hop back on this bike. And Wait, so would her going. mom know or not know? No. Oh. That's the plan. Because we find out that her mom and her dad, they're pastors, you know, so they don't really have, they don't have that view of abortion. Right. But you know what's crazy about hmm. this is that she meets a man named Andrew on this trip. And if she, you could see my jaw right now, it's dropped. It's dropped. She meets a man named Andrew. Nothing crazy happens that I know of. We haven't read the book. But basically, she tells him about how the fact that she wants, she's on this trip to get an abortion. And so she's like, can you help me? And so she's like, he swore to secrecy, but then he told his mother. Wait, he told her mom? No, no, no. He told his mother. Like, oh, my gosh. In a hypothetical way, he's like, I've got this friend who has an ab- I don't know what to do, even though he said that he wasn't going to tell anybody. And now they're all on the bike trip together, mind you. But you know what blew my mind? Hmm. Is that the mother wanted to help Morgan? She didn't want to tell Morgan's mom. She said, "Let me help you go get this abortion." Even Ooh, though if they would have found no. out, her parents could have sued Andrew's mom for doing that. Did you know that? Well, yeah. I mean, that's literally insane to be like, you're the adult trying to help a child have an illegal. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's insane. Absolutely crazy. Like you think that you would be like maybe like. Let's Even if you through. have different beliefs, that's yes. insane yeah. to like help someone else's child do something yes. that you know, like their parents. Some people don't agree. Some people think that like it's perfectly fine because they think they're looking out for other people's children. But for Only me, I'd be like, don't a- talk to my son or daughter that way. 
literally, unless you're in like an unsafe situation, yes. that's not your position. Yes. That's crazy. crazy. Wow. So they, so that's, while Abby and Sebastian are getting it down, because we find out that Abby has literally decided to forgive him. Who cares about the TikTok? No. And they do it a few times. I'm they so They do scared. it on this two-week thing. This two-week thing. I'm so scared. So that's going on, and this whole Morgan storyline's going on. Yes, wow. at the same time. And, and then so, they're all on this bike trip together. Yes. And it's so crazy to me because when Morgan, they decide to go, right? They're like, okay, we're going to set this up. We've got Morgan's mom busy. We're going to take you out there. Let's go get this abortion. So she takes the abortion pills. She comes back. But while she's gone, her mom has no idea where she is. And she starts getting this feeling that, like, why does everybody around me seem to know that my daughter's okay, but I don't know where she's at? So she calls the cops. I am in shock. Yeah. She calls the cops. They can't find her. And then finally she comes back, and Morgan decides to tell her mom everything that happened. But you want to know the biggest plot twist? What? Is that her mom goes, well, I also had an abortion when I was 18 as well. See, that's what I'm saying, is that this book has so much about how things that have happened to... Basically, that's crazy. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. Literally, no. this, there's a whole quote from... Miss Weiner about talking about how she thinks every woman has seen something, survived something, internalized something, and that's maybe what makes her act the way she does, specifically towards their daughter. So she's saying kind of like, where daughters take it as like, oh, this is being judgmental, or this is just someone who's rigid, or someone who doesn't understand, someone who doesn't see what I'm going through. And the truth is that a lot of these moms, a lot of the women's have been through it themselves. Yeah. And I think that's so, so true of like, so many things that I'm afraid to like, pass on to my daughter some things that I don't want to do to pass on to my daughter like things that I'm I'm sure like my mom has gone through and it's like there's so much that you go through as a woman as a person in general but specifically as a woman and then that totally shapes how you respond and react to yeah. others especially your daughters but then yeah you don't tell them those things until they're older until you think maybe they can handle it or maybe you're more private and you're just like don't want to talk about that part of your life like yeah. that's crazy it's crazy and I was when I like Heard about that? I was like, no way. Like, and because also talking about the views, like, Morgan was super shocked to hear that her mom had gone through something as similar. Right. Because her own dad didn't even know that his wife had gone through something like this. Okay. You know, it's like, obviously, you could tell that her views had changed, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's okay if your views change over time. Um, But so, but the fact that got me is that she's like, let's just still keep this between you and me. Like, wow. the dad would never know that that happened to Morgan. Oh, I don't know never how I feel about to, that. To me, like, I, I don't... I don't know. I just I don't, don't know. know. I just don't know. You know, for me, I I am I am pro-life. So, you know, but I what other people do, that is their business. I can't control right. other people, but I am pro-life. Of course. And so if my daughter was ever in that position, I would want her to feel comfortable enough with me, though, because I am, I'm on the road to become a pastor, but I would want her to come to me and feel comfortable enough of being like, I know what the Bible says. I know that, but I'm struggling. Right. And I need help. That's what I would hope for my relationship with my daughter. I don't, but if she came to me, she's like, I already did this. Right. What would you do besides just love on your child and be like, this is crazy, you know? Like, I don't know. Well, it's because anyone being put in that position, regardless to even have to consider that is so heartbreaking. Like there's no, there's so many things that go into having to consider doing something like Mm -hmm. that. And what, whether you believe that that's like a wise choice or not, it's just heartbreaking to even be in that position. Yes. And so I just think, yeah, that's 
that's pretty wild. Yeah. I do think this is an interesting storyline yeah. now. I'm a little intrigued. It's crazy. And then like just while that's all going on, since Sebastian, he's so he's so famous now on TikTok, basically Mark, they take pictures of um Abby and Sebastian together out getting a little too cozy. Nope. And Mark sees it online. <gasps> So Mark decides to come and surprise Abby at the next, like, bike trail that they're about to get on. And he confronts her. And she goes, oh, yeah, I've been cheating. <gasps> she says, I've been cheating. She said, I've been getting down with another wiener. I <laughs> That's what she said. I'm in She shock. said, I've been riding bikes. <laughs> okay. That's what she said. I'm... And he was like, you know, no, no, no. The fact that after that, he goes, but I'll still keep you. Oh. Here's the thing. Because we can wake her through it. I'm, I don't know what I think. For me, if you're dating, if you're just dating and somebody does this to you. Right. Leave. Run for the hills. But Abby's so crazy. He's like, I'll stay. And Abby's like, no, no. You know what? No, I don't want this. So she decides to leave. She leaves everybody. She leaves everybody the next morning. She doesn't ever say goodbye or anything. And then she's like, it's so crazy. Because then she's like, I'm going to create my own bike group to empower women. Who needs men? But then two years later, Sebastian comes back. Apparently a changed man from already when Here's he was changed. Here's the thing. You can, never, you can never just overgeneralize and say who needs men, who needs women. Okay? I, that crap. No. No, we, we, we need each other. But yeah. So basically, <laughs> okay. though. You read this book. No. That's how it feels. <laughs> but then, okay, wait, so Sebastian comes back, and he basically, like, they have their happy ever after, but not without a confrontation with Abby and her mother, Miss Eileen. Okay, so we have to figure out what happens. Yeah. Wow. We know what happens. Do you want to know what happens? <laughs> this is not an EBTV anymore. This Sorry. is a oh, real I book. I don't know. Well, there's, some, there's things, conversations that we don't know that okay. happen, you know? Okay. But we do know that Miss Eileen, this, just like Morgan's mom, right, she came clean about something, that she too used to be fat. What? She used to be fat her whole entire life. Abby's mom. Abby's mom. So that's why she's such like a hard nose on her. Yes. And she did everything she could to lose weight and she never could. So she had the gastric bypass. So she took her stomach out? Yes. Half of your stomach. That's how that works. Half of your stomach out. And so that's why she was so thin. And that's why she has such an extreme diet is because once you do that, you have to be on a very extreme diet in order to keep that weight off. Like that's how that surgery works. But- Instead of just telling her daughter that, like, we share this problem, we have, like, our hormones or whatever, you know, we gain weight yeah. really easily. Instead of doing that, coming along with her daughter and be like, let's figure this out, she fat shames her whole life and is like, we're not doing it because she thought that basically trying to scare her to be skinny because she didn't want her daughter to be bullied the way she was. But she still was bullied. I feel like if that's your reasoning, right, if you're trying to basically help your daughter avoid things that you wish you had avoided— the only way to do that is by communicating. Yeah. Because then, yeah, otherwise you pick up all these subliminal subliminal messages of, like, why she's doing something. You have a lot of assumptions of why they're saying what they're saying, why she's treating you the way she's treating you. Instead of being, like, telling your daughter, hey, this is what happened to me. And I and even what your whole view is on health and your body and all that, it's like, have a conversation about yeah. it. Don't just, like, sneaky try to... Tell her, don't eat this, do eat yeah. this, you should do this, you should not. Because then, yeah, you're just leaving your daughter to have all of her own conclusions about what's going on. Yeah. That's insane. I'm intrigued. I'm I feel intrigued. like now I just read the book, though. Oh. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'm sure there's a lot in there that I would love to read about, yes. like, what is actually – I want the scenes. I want yes. the scenarios. I want every little detail. I want to know where she went on the bike ride. And I want to know what happened when. Amen. I'm curious. I'm curious, too. Okay. So – do you think you're going to read it? 
I feel like at this point, I really am a little intrigued, uh, mostly because I want to talk to you about some of these things that have happened. Like, I'm really curious about the mother-daughter relationship, both of us having daughters. I feel like that'd be really interesting. And then I think even just the whole idea of, I don't know, there's so many themes going on here of like infidelity. There's themes of like familial relationships there's so many things of that offer hypothetical situations that yeah. I would want to ask you about. So I'm intrigued. All while riding a bike. Yeah. I like to ride my bicycle. Ah. <laughs> if you don't know, then you're not a real one, okay? Because that's a video from way back. That's a song yes, from way back. Yes, okay. <laughs> so if you guys want us to be reading this book called The Breakaway by Jennifer Weiner, please put it down in the comments below. Give us a five stars. Do it. It gives it, it helps us so much. It really does. Tell a friend about us. Tell somebody who is up riding a bike. Yep, yeah, riding a bike. Ooh, that is such a good idea. Literally. Ride a bike, listen to this pod, and then share it. Yes, and see how it feels. Yes. Also, this would be a really great episode to send to your friend because it's a jump scare because of how many times Mara says wiener. Yeah, and so, if you are a real listener, no, no, go no. to the Instagram. No. And, no, 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 no. Go to our Instagram and just put a number of how many times Mara said wiener. Oh, that's hilarious. And I'm really, really sorry, you guys. And okay. say hashtag wiener. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.